Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello everyone. Today I want to talk about our identity. Who are we? Nowadays there are lots of different ways we can identify ourselves. There's what we do for a job, what gender we have, what race we belong to, what our social media profiles look like, who our friends are, how much money we have or where we come from. So how do we know who we really are? How do we know what defines us? Our identity and our identity documents are very important. I remember one time that the bank phoned me up because someone had used my details to try and buy something on a website I'd never heard of. It was very unsettling and upsetting to hear that someone had stolen my identity. Now that was easily sorted out, but it's not always that easy to do for our real identity, the core of who we are. The reason we have a problem with knowing who we are is that the world we live in isn't just physical. There is a very real spiritual aspect to the world we live in, and that affects us. We have the devil that tempts us and shames us and distracts us from the life we were meant to live with God. One of these distractions is trying to pull us away from our true identity. The devil, along with society, tells us that as we are, we are not enough. We are not pretty enough or clever enough. We don't have enough things or we don't have enough friends. We're constantly told to be something or do something or buy something. We are constantly working to earn the affections of other people. No wonder we've lost sight of who we are when we have all these pulls in different directions. So how can we know who we are? How can we know why we exist? Blaise Pascal was a mathematician, physicist and philosopher. And he said, not only do we know God through Jesus Christ, but we only know ourselves through Jesus Christ. We need to look at the Bible and to what Jesus says about us. Only an inventor truly knows the ins and outs of why he made an invention. And only God can tell you why you were made. Let's have a look at who God says you are. God knew you before you existed. God took his time when he made you, and he made you well. You are not a mistake. One of the books in the Bible is the Psalms. Now these were songs of praise and sometimes sadness that were written to, for, and about God. In Psalms 139, 14, the psalmist writes, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. God made us and he thinks we're awesome. He knows we have brokenness. He knows we don't live up to our potential or all he made us to be. But he loves us anyway. He then goes one step further and saves us. He makes us new and restores us to how we should be. One step at a time. The thing about God's love is that it can't be earned. It's not like the love of others that usually, to some degree, depends on how we act or what we do. God loves us no matter what. He sent his one and only son to die for us while we were still sinners. 
while we were far away and could do absolutely nothing to get back to him, he sent his son to die so that we could return to him. He paid everything he had for a chance at a relationship with us. So no matter what you do, God will never, ever stop loving you. The Bible says in Romans 5 verse 8, But God shows his love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We were still doing wrong, we were still walking away from God, but God showed his love. He died for us. God accepts you just as you are. He wants to make you new for your own good, but his acceptance isn't based on how far along the path we are. All it depends on is us turning to him and accepting that we can't save ourselves. We also need to accept ourselves. We need to really embrace who we are completely. We need to not look to society or other people to divine ourselves. Do what you want to do and be who you want to be in line with what God says you are, in line with how you were made. For example, just because society says what we like or what we do or how we feel doesn't fit what's on the outside, doesn't mean that we can't be who we are. If you're a man and you like flower arranging, that doesn't make you less of a man. If you're a woman and you like DIY or you're a football fanatic, that doesn't make you more or less of a woman or a human or anything, it's just who you are. So how can we accept ourselves? How can we believe we're acceptable the way God made us, even if we don't feel it? Well, we have to choose to believe what the Bible says. It says that Jesus covers all the sin, all the wrong we've ever done or could ever do. He knows the worst things we've done and he knows the worst things we will do. He still came to save us. We are covered by Jesus' righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21 said, For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. We might still wonder who we are or what we're meant to do with our lives or have days where we feel unacceptable, but we need to remind ourselves of God's words. We need to know that the basis of who we are is that God has made us fearfully and wonderfully and we are his children. Our value comes from who we belong to and the fact that Jesus thought us so valuable that he died for us. Our value does not come from anything else. We should be living out his purpose in our lives, which looks different for different people, but all starts with us being children of God. No matter what we do, no matter how broken we are, we are still his children, loved, valued and accepted. Because of this, we need to treat others with the respect they deserve. Each and every person is loved and valuable to God. So we need to treat them with that in mind, not taking advantage of others or gossiping about them or devaluing them, but honouring them, helping them and being kind wherever we can. So we are children of God, made, loved, acceptable and valuable to him. We are important and in his plan and there's nothing we can do to mess that up. All we have to do is turn to him and start living out what he has made us to be. 
He could never love us any more. He could never love us any less. Turn to him. Live for him. Know you are loved. And love others. Let's pray. God, thank you so much that we were made to be your children. Thank you so much that you carefully considered how you made us and you made us exactly the way you wanted us to be made. Thank you that we have your book, the Bible, to show us how to live this out in a day to day. And yes, we are tempted. Yes, we are drawn aside sometimes. But thank you that we can always come back to you. Thank you that we can always turn around and see your face again. Thank you that you're always forgiving and always loving. And it doesn't matter how much we've done wrong. We can always, always come back to you. Thank you for your forgiveness and love. And I pray that we'd show that to others. I pray that we'd really live that out in our lives, that other people would know how much you value them through how much we value them. And I pray that we'd also understand our own value, that you'd show us how much we are worth to you and that we'd understand why we were made and who we are in you. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.